Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Mag Heroes, a show about people who make magazines. I'm Dan Rowden, founder of Magpile. In this episode, I chat with Matt Porter of Dog Magazine, a relatively new title focused on life with dogs. We talked about the origins of the magazine, how it's growing past their recently released second issue, and their diverse readership. Listen on for more. This episode is brought to you by Subsale, my new platform for independent magazines to help sell and manage subscriptions. It's a new kind of tool that will replace your cumbersome, complicated subscriber spreadsheet, but also offers great extras like flexible shipping address exporting, easy ways to contact single or groups of subscribers by email, and let you see in an instant which subscribers need to get sent your upcoming issue. Better yet, you can very easily start selling recurring subscriptions, and it's completely free to start with Subsale. Go try it out. I know it will make your magazine making a lot easier. Go to subsale.com. That's S-U-B-S-A-I-L dot com. Now on with the show. Hi Matt, how's it going? Yeah, very good, thank you. Thanks for having us. No worries. Um, so you're in sunny London? Yes, sunny London. It's been a little grey today, but I'm, I'm hoping the, uh, the summer will um, make a, an appearance again soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you are part of the dog team. Yes, so um, um, I'm one of the editors here at Dog. Okay, um, so can you just first intro the magazine? Um, you're, you've released two issues now, I think. Yeah, so um, Dog Magazine started as an idea probably just over a year ago now, um, probably a little longer than that as well. And so Julian Victoria, who's the editor-in-chief, um, has a distinct passion for dogs, um, but also was quite aware how, um, uh, I guess, lifestyles and people's lives are actually quite um, affected by owning a dog um, and how... Um, perhaps their lives are changed or perhaps how their, their lifestyles become somewhat different than the way they were living before just because they own an animal. So Dog Magazine kind of explores the presence of dogs and influences of their, on their dog owners in society. We like to kind of um, take each issue and look for central themes around um, perhaps um, the certain breed that we're profiling or perhaps the area of the world where that breed comes from. So I should mention that each issue is, is based on a particular dog. We like to, um, with the first one is the Stabber Hound from um, Netherlands, um, we like to look at the dog, explore its characteristics, but then go and explore the, um, the, the area of the world where that dog comes from as well. Um, so, for instance, in issue two, we went to Japan and uh, looked at the Shiba Inu there. And um, what's really great is that the magazine kind of has, um, it's also, it's quite multifaceted in a way. Also, on the one instance, we're looking at dogs and dog ownership and um, how, you know, the people we meet along the way, how their lives are affected by owning an animal. Um, but also how um, it's kind of a travel culture lifestyle. So we get to also take you know kind of flip it on its head go explore a country 
discover what makes that country great and what we find really interesting when we go travel there. But somehow always interconnect it with the, the obviously the main theme of, of dog ownership. Yeah. Uh, do you have a dog? Um, I don't actually. I, 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 I really tap, tap. wish I did. I know that's probably, <laughs> that's probably the cardinal sin to admit with Dog Magazine. Um, but I think... <laughs> Um, no, I grew up around dogs, so um, mm. I'm you know, very familiar with them. Julian has yeah. four, which I very readily take <laughs> care of. Um, I think one of the things as well is, you know, we, the things that we profile in, in the magazine is that we're, you know, we're looking at dog ownership and actually how nowadays it's um, perhaps even um, more difficult and in some cases easier um, to own dogs. But for my, my lifestyle at the moment, it doesn't quite accommodate it. So yeah. <laughs> as much as I would love it to... Sometime in the near future. Yeah, one day. <laughs> um, so did you, did you join before issue two? Um, so in uh, issue two was probably the one that I started working on mostly. Um, okay. Julian got in touch with me um, as he was um, kind of going through issue one um, and kind of wanted to have a chat with me about kind of the, the creative direction of the magazine and just wanted to kind of get my feedback on on some of the things that he was looking at. I think I'd expressed quite, quite an interest in, I'd heard along the grapevine that Dog was going on and I wanted to kind of find out a little bit more about it. I was really excited about the concepts of um, of the magazine. So um, now issue two is probably the, the, um, is the one that I really sunk my teeth into and um, you know wrote a few articles, um, helped set up some of the shoots, um, interviewed some of the, uh, the people who were featured in the magazine. So yeah, so that, that was really exciting. I, I loved, um, coming on board with the team. Yeah, so what's your background and how, how are you linked to magazines? So um, from a uh, very <laughs> odd twist of events, actually my, I come from a, a legal background. So okay. I um, studied law at university. Um, but I think one of my passions all along through that was actually probably the, the writing, um, reading up about the journals. And I was always very interested at university to be involved in um, some of the magazines and the and the and the papers and um, the kind of uh, I guess the extracurricular side um, that um, like an academic environment allows you to be a part of. So um, I used to uh, write for a music magazine that was based um, at the university that I went to. Um, I've always had obviously an extreme passion for independent magazines and obviously more well known. Um, published magazines as well so it was i think just being able to kind of um come on board on a platform where um they're kind of including everything that i love <laughs> travel dogs um lifestyle and also the you know they're they getting to meet and talk with some really interesting people which actually a lot mm. of the time through the magazine people are are really keen to talk to us about their dogs um and it's also with, with some of the people that we profile um, it's it's an angle and a, and a topic which they haven't been asked about before. So in a way, we can kind of we can discuss about what's going on in their lives. You know, for instance, in this issue, I talked with Andrew Tuck, who's the um, editor at Monocle magazine. Um, and um, one of the you know the great things which talking with Andrew was that we, we could talk about his life, his work, and the stuff he's involved in the day to day. But obviously, how um, coming at it from a slightly different perspective, we talked about um, you know him being a dog owner and how that kind of impacts on his life living in a in a big city like London. So yeah, so I, I think my interest through um, magazines comes from just a lot a long-standing relationship with with reading, with um, wanting to kind of explore different types of publications and the topics that can be covered in that. 
Um, yeah. And it's, it's a way as well, you know, kind of in, uh, now I've moved past university to obviously kind of dip my toes into a world which I find really interesting and, um, and it's, it's lovely to be able to work on Dog and have a, have a platform to be able to exercise those, uh, those types of interests. Hmm. Um, is Dog kind of like, uh, is it like full-time work or is it like a side project for you guys or like how does it fit into your um, uh, so daily lives? We, we all have um, various hats. I think that it's safe to say that we wear. Um, when you're starting out with the magazine, um, it's, I think one of the best things about it is that, you know, we, the, the team, we're all really passionate about the topic and the subject. So um, spending extra time outside of our, you know, usual bits of work wasn't too much of a hardship to get this going. Um, we, we really love everything that we, we do when, when we're pulling something together, whether that's, you know, speaking with illustrators, contributors, photographers, or whether that's, you know, going to some, you know, more interesting places where we're going to kind of talk to people or photograph some of the dogs. Um, and so um, at, at the moment, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the many hats which, which we all wear, but increasingly it's, it's taking up more and more of our time, which isn't mm. a bad thing. We, re we really love it at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, and how does so? What's the team like, and what's the the structure? Um, yeah, so, so there's Julian. there's Julian, who's the editor in chief and the creative director. So he um, so this was his baby when it first started. He um, has a background in graphic design, so he was very interested in kind of creating a really stylish and a really um, you know kind of uh, independent looking magazine which um, stands out on the shelf and uh, I think that he would, you know, want to read himself. Um, going forward from that, we have um, our editor, main editor as well as Emily Rogers, who's um, uh, works really um, hard and really passionately on the articles and is really keen to kind of make sure that we have a really diverse range of content in there. Um, then we have myself, who's uh, one of the editors too, so I'm working um, alongside Julian and Emily. And we, um, as a team, it works really well at the moment because we all have our slight own little interests, but we all somehow kind of merge those together to, to be able to create the magazine. Um, and obviously, we, we come from all slightly different fields. So in a way, we're kind of be, we're able to pull ideas and we're able to pull um, stories and, and, uh, and go and meet people that, um, you know, not necessarily on our own we would, we would come across. So... Yeah, so it's, it's a small team at the moment, but we really love um, meeting new um, writers, contributors, um, photographers, illustrators, some designers that, um, that want to be a part of the magazine. I think ever since the first issue, it was a case of obviously us slightly reaching out to people. But after that first issue and um, that kind of, you know, it being available in, in stores and online and kind of its online presence growing, we had a lot of people who, you know, I think every day, Julian and... and and the team get emails about, you know, I'd love to be a part of the magazine. Is funny, you know, would you be interested in some of the work that I'm doing? And sometimes, you know, it's it's it's, it's brilliant. We get people from all over the world, um, kind of interested. And to say we're only two issues in, it's 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 very flattering, yeah. but but really humbling as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was going to ask about um, content. How do you source content? Because if it's so specific about like dogs, yeah, how do you go about looking for people or like um, yeah, articles so, based on dogs? Yeah, so as I said earlier on, each issue, from, from the start, we, we knew for each issue we wanted to have a central breed, which we talked about. 
um, often, you know, it's we're kind of looking for interesting dogs, ones that have personalities. So we start off with um, a really, um, you know, the central theme is the dog that's going to be taking that front cover space. Um, from there, we then um, reach out and we kind of we're looking for people who own these dogs, perhaps, and who we can meet and get in touch with. And then that kind of then goes to the next step where, you know, so for instance, the Shiba Inu with Japan, um, we wanted to go to the country, we wanted to go explore the place where the um, dogs come from. And then that very naturally lends itself to um, kind of investigating that area. What stories do we want to pull out? Is there a theme that we kind of, um, that grows and grows as we, we, you know, we explore the area and we learn more about the dogs. So for the, the issue two, for um, the, with Japan and the Shiba Inu, we realised that kind of they're a very sensory animal and also Japan itself is very um, at one with its senses, should it say. So people are very, you know, tactile, they're very, um, have a, you know, a great sense of delicacy in their um their kind of tastes and what they see and how they feel so we 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 went we did an article which was um, kind of exploring the five senses and um understanding that from different points of view so yeah so we have a really um i, I don't think we we're never struggling for content let's say um and also that the people that we go out and meet and interview um that's you know they come from all sorts of walks of lives so in in a way we're, we're always we have a we have a great breadth of um contents available to us um, but at the same time we're always very aware that we want to make sure that each issue has a very natural flow to it and we're not just kind of sticking in um, an article just because we we have it to hand um, but as, as you know it's 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 a it's a learning process and we we're, we you know every every time we sit down and have a team meeting or a chat we um, you know we're kind of understanding where we need to go next with um, with the magazine yeah um yeah, two issues in, and I guess you're still kind of finding your feet a little bit. It's always a bit of like um, things moving around as you as you grow. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, did you? So you went, did you go to Japan? Uh, no. So unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't make the, the trip. It was. It didn't work out at times for me. But Julian went over, um, and he uh, yeah had a little team with him there, which was um, they were really great at introducing him to the the country and the space and showing him around Tokyo and then taking him over to Kyoto and into some of the countryside. Um, so yeah, so he, I know he had an absolutely fantastic time. I was yeah. um, sending him constant suggestions from <laughs> this side of the world, as thing, places where I wanted him to go and see and explore. Um, yes, and I was very jealous every single time I'd get a, a, a picture message with some, <laughs> some amazing view of some Japanese landscape or something wonderfully bizarre that he was eating, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, we went to Japan, uh, to, to, Tokyo last summer, that was amazing. Oh, we only went for a few days, but was, yeah, yeah, definitely have to go back someday. No, it's somewhere I've got to visit. <laughs> really nice place. Um, so uh, I know this is like a notoriously difficult area to like understand, but your readers, I'm interested to know, like, do you know, are they mostly dog owners or are they just people who find, because I mean, a lot of magazines people find online and will buy just because it looks nice yeah. or like it's just like something new to read. We have do, a, you, do you know? Yeah, we have a very, actually, we've got quite a, a diverse range of readers. Um, I think predominantly when the, when the magazine first came out, people were, um, you know, just very superficially presumed probably it was um, 
you know, something akin to like a, a new sort of horse and hound or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of talking about dogs, maybe where's the best place to take your dog to the vet and what's the best <laughs> food for your dog and all this sorts of thing. Um, but I think very quickly that, um, that, that initial assumption has, has vanished, which is probably not, maybe not completely, but um, for, for a lot of people now, kind of they understand the, perhaps more what the magazine is going to be about. So because we, where it's the stores that it's located in and kind of the magazines that it will sit alongside, um, it means that people perhaps are a bit more um, ready to pick it up and have a little investigate and see what's going on inside. So we, we do get dog owners, obviously. We you know people who, um, one, of the, one of the things which, you know, I think anyone will probably be aware of, if you talk to a dog owner about their dog, they probably won't shut up for about five or <laughs> ten minutes. So, you know, we, we get people that are obviously really passionate about their animals that, you know, pick it up very naturally also just because people are more aware now of the lifestyle element to the magazine we have a lot of people who are just picking up for um kind of general content for just you know reading some really interesting stories we try and um you know we, we try and as i said before get a really good breadth of content in in the issues so um you don't necessarily have to be a dog owner to to, to enjoy right. the magazine far from it you you know you can really sink your teeth into it and you know we we want stories that are interesting have a bit of depth to them um we, we definitely don't put anything in there that's just page fillers so you know the people that are reading this we have everyone from dog owners people who are interested in lifestyle travel um and also quite a big age demographic as well you know there's we get young, really young readers there's a really sweet email which we got in from um a young girl who i think she's only about 12 who had really enjoyed looking through the magazine and reading it, you know, because it's very visual, but also um, I think the, some of the writing is sometimes quite um, user-friendly as well. Mm. Um, but then uh, on the flip side of that also we get, you know, <laughs> I think my grandma ordered a copy <laughs> and she, you know, will happily sit through and read it as well. So, yeah, yeah. so it's, there's a diverse range. Um, but as yeah. I, like I was saying, as, as it grows in, um, as it grows in, uh, hopefully in popularity and people become more aware of us then you know it, it, the readership will get bigger yeah um and what about the next issue have you, you know, have you decided on your breed and location yeah so um we're in the Is final it secret it's, it's it's a closely guarded secret oh, dun, dun, dun. uh <laughs> yeah no i think um perhaps one of the main things which we've learned from the first two issues is that um, you know, there's obviously things which we want to kind of replicate or there's the ways that we want to move on. Um, we were sat down the other day and we had a look um, at the two issues side by side just to see how they'd kind of progressed and just to look at the general style and what what was in there. And I think the first two issues, especially the first one being in um, kind of based around Holland, Northern Holland, um, and the issue in Japan, and we've kind of gone in the winter time there. It, just the atmosphere of the of the countries which we visited as at the just because of the seasonalities is very, um, it's, it's, it's cold, it's, you know, there's, there, it was kind of a wintry scene. So I think definitely for the next issue, we're aiming for something slightly more warm and tropical and perhaps a bit more, um, has a bit more heat and fire to it. So yeah, mm. so watch this space. It's, it's, there's a few contenders, so we just need to whistle it down to the, uh, to the, to the final choice, but we'll have to make so a decision you, soon. <laughs> yeah, when's your deadline? If, 
Um, uh, when's the release date? Like, yeah, so the next issue is going to be in autumn, yeah. So it'll be around the end of September, beginning of October, mm. um, when the next issue comes out. So, um, yeah, so we, have, we don't have... Um, we don't have masses of time to decide yeah. and get planning on <laughs> trips and booking flights and all that sort right, of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, thanks for that chat. Um, no, it's really interesting hearing more about Dog. Um, yeah, thank you very much. For do you have any us. magazines? Yeah, no worries. Do you have any magazines that you'd like to recommend? Yeah, sure. So um, I know it's always um, one of my favourite pastimes. Obviously, flicking through one of the latest. Uh, latest releases. So I think the, um, I think there's probably two magazines which I have on my um, bedside table at the moment, which are um, currently working through. So there's um, Apartamento, which is um, perhaps one of my favorites. I really love um, how it kind of delves into people's styles and their homes and discusses with um, each of the people that they interview about how they've come to live there and how it kind of, um, translates um, to some, you know, the way that they work and the industries that they're in. Um, I think that's one of the things which I always really love to kind of um, try and uh, take over as a, as, a, as a style and replicate slightly with dogs that we're looking at people and their style and how that's, um, and, and their work-life balance and how that um, all manifests itself as being a dog owner. But yeah, Apartamento is definitely one. I love the, the breadth of the people that they um, interview. I love the the, that it goes across the world, so that, that's really interesting. It's always it's a really colourful magazine as well, which is what I really love. Um, I think um, it's nice to see something that's really bright and bold, and that they're not afraid to use very brash colours and kind of um, meet people who are, you know have very distinct and quirky personalities. Um, kind of on the flip side of that, another magazine which I really like is one called In Clover. I don't know if you ever. I've seen one. it. Yeah. I don't have yeah. one myself. Yeah, so that's I really love that one. That's kind of um, it's all about slow living. I guess that's the 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 main um, ethos behind it. So it's kind of exploring cultures, different from different, you know, from in different places around the world, and it'll tap into um, perhaps some sort of industry or to um, some sort of activity that's going on there or food, and just kind of explore it and understand how people really love to um, kind of take a step back often from, you know, very busy and hectic lives and, and, and do something that's very nourishing for the soul. It's a beautiful magazine. They do really have great imagery in there. Um, come, you know, on the flip side from Apartamento, which is really bright and vibrant. So I always find that Enclover is very soothing. It's very um, easy to read. It's very pleasing on the eyes. And they have really, really interesting content. And I think because it's only, it's, it's not released very often, I really enjoy it when it comes out. I really take, um, you know, take the word from the magazine and take a step back and have a uh, really lovely slow time reading it. Cool, a nice selection. Yeah. All right, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Really for appreciate us. it. No, thank you. Um, good luck with picking your next dog. <laughs> thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Getting everything done in time. Yeah, and then we'll be sure to let you know what the uh, the next one will be as soon as we find out. Good, look forward to it. Fantastic. Cool, thanks again. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks a lot to Matt for coming on for Red Chat, and a big thanks to you for listening. You can find all previous Mag Heroes episodes by searching in any podcast app, 
or online at magheroes.net. Make sure to subscribe to get new episodes sent right to you. And don't forget to check out subsale.com if you're a publisher looking for a better way to handle your subscriptions. Until next week, cheers. Cheers.